Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back, everybody. I'm Pirate. I'm Josh. And this is a very special episode of Paranormality UK. Josh is going to be taking the lead today, so I'm going to shut up now and let Josh uh, introduce what we are talking about in this fine podcast. Well, Pirate, we have done a few spooky podcasts, we've done a few out there ones, but I think this is the most out there one we've done with a lot of nonsense, and we're going to cover Flat Earth. right so- you do love your conspiracy theories, don't you? I do. And as far as conspiracy theories go, this has got to be the biggest conspiracy theory. Right. I think, personally. Uh, apart from 9-11, JFK, this is the biggest <laughs> one. So we've probably already lost listeners because I've mentioned yeah, Flat Earth. YouTube views have just plummeted. <laughs> but YouTube has tons and tons of Flat Earth theory because it's been covered a lot. Oh yeah, but we're going to take a stab at it. Why not? Why not? I think we we owe it to the subscribers, to the fans, you know, to to, to cover the stuff that's maybe not so paranormal as well as the stuff that is paranormal. You know? Yeah, a whole mixture, a mixture of things. So I'm going to kick things off with a brief history of Flat Earth. Okay. So this is pretty much going to be the only section that is uh, kind of. Factual, in a way. Um, So, (laughs) Flat Earth started around the 5th and 6th century BC. Nice. And many ancient cultures, including Greece, Bronze, and the Iron Age, believed in it. And China until the 17th century. Ah, right, okay. So, towards the end of the 17th century, the ancient Chinese started coming around to the idea of a globe, but they actually thought it was egg-shaped. The 7th century. 17th. 17th. Yeah. Oh, right. well, that was quite a long time. <laughs> I mean, that's what it says in the research. Fair so enough. Just going by what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Flat Earth, we should probably say what Flat Earth is in a way. Yeah, yeah, go for it. It sounds silly, but some people might not have even heard I, I, it. I just imagine it as like Terry Pratchett's Discworld. 
You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know sat what on you top mean. of four elephants that's flying on a <laughs> giant turtle swimming through space. <laughs> I mean, that sounds more plausible than, <laughs> than Flat Earth, if I'm honest. Um, so they believe that the Earth is flat and the continents are in the middle, and the North Pole is also in the middle of the continent. In the centre. In right. the centre of this, this flat plane, this floating disc in the ocean. And the Antarctica is a massive ice wall that goes all the way around okay. the, the disc. Not like its own continent. It's, it's literally the barrier that stops like, all the, the water from flooding off the side. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they, they also believe that we're in a, in a glass dome on top of that. Right. <laughs> it already sounds so, Rather than like an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose it, it, we would still have an atmosphere, but there's a glass dome containing the yeah, atmosphere. They believe that we cannot actually leave Earth. We're contained. Right. Some people think we're being observed by other species and aliens and extraterrestrials <laughs> being observed. And okay. we're, we're trapped within this... Like a test yeah. tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just a bunch of test tube babies <laughs> in a dome. <laughs> an aquarium, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um and they don't believe in the South Pole, so there's only the North Pole. There's no. Oh, I'm already drifting away from flat Earth theory. I'm a globalist, me. Oh, 100%. <laughs> if you're a flat Earther, I've, just, I've got no time for it. But we're going to get to that part anyway. Right. So <laughs> I'll just go back to some kind of facts in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in 500 BC, Pythagoras first proposed the Earth was round. Very intelligent man. Yep, and... He's got a history of being smart mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and knowing his thing. Um, and he based that on aesthetic grounds rather than physical evidence because we're talking years and years ago. Yeah, yeah. And so they obviously wouldn't have the technology. So, um, And Aristotle in 384 BC uh, actually got the, the circumference. Oh, yeah, yeah, globe. yeah. He uh, estimated the, the – he was the first person, wasn't he, to estimate the circumference of the globe. That's and the one. And I believe he was only out by, like, not very many miles. Not you know? much at all. Like, only, like, tens of miles. Yeah, and they measured it in something called stades. So one stade is 600 feet. And okay, he, yeah. And he, he got the final conclusion that it was 400,000 stades. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, so, I did, yeah. Fair also, enough. back in the day – didn't have the technology, and even he came to the conclusion of a sphere. But naturally, so that's the that's the only the only thing I could kind of find on where it originated from the very start of this this theory. Okay, yeah. So then, once Pythagoras and Aristotle kind of worked this out, for everybody kind of believed that it was rain. Yeah, it it was that way it's a for given. years. Yeah, it wasn't disputed in any way. No. Until 1838. Right. By a man called Samuel Robotham. Okay. Now, I'm not too sure what he does for a living other than he tried experiments and he was a big flat earther. Right. So this is mid-1800s. Okay. I I think I've heard the story of this guy. He is the creator of the Bedford Level Experiment. So it yes. was just observations carried out on a river of just over six miles, and it was—I think it was like a flag on a boat. Or yeah, that's right. Yeah, he sailed a boat away from himself down the river, like you mm-hmm. say, it's six miles long, 
and uh, he came up with the theory, the correct theory that mm -hmm. you know if the Earth is cur is curved, then the flag of the boat would get lower and lower on the horizon and disappear completely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I f if my memory serves me well, he decided that the Earth is flat because he could still see the flag so far away where he shouldn't have been able to see it if the earth was curved but he didn't take into account the light reflect refraction mm -hmm. on the cold air above the water yeah yeah so and i think temperature has something to do yeah with yeah it's rising. the way yeah light moves through well various medium uh, and yeah air temperature and all that sort of thing can come into mm -hmm. effect there so in 1849 samuel robotham released a pamphlet and it was titled Zetetic Astronomy, but he released it under the pseudonym of Parallax. Mm -hmm. That's all it says about Samuel. So he's wrong. Um, <laughs> so, but he, well, he, he kind of... Uh, parallax is kind of a, um, a, a term that we use in astronomy mm -hmm. um, to measure distances of things. If you're looking at a distant star in the sky, say in the springtime when the Earth is this side of the sun, that star, in relation to other stars, more distant stars, will move very slightly when you're in the autumn. So you can judge the distance oh. of two stars, and it's called uh, the parallax angle of a, of, a, of a star. So when you're looking at it on one side of the sun, that star is going to look in a different... Slight. If you hold your thumb out at arm's length and look at it through one eye and then shut that eye and look at it through the other, that thumb looks like it's in a different position yeah, compared yeah. to the background, and that's what parallax is all about. So, so um, it might be a silly question. I'm guessing parallax was a thing before he... Yeah, yeah, suit. yeah, yeah. Parallax angle is, is like, yeah, it's part of, Got, yeah. part of mathematics. And So physics. Samuel kind of brought the flat earth theory to modern times. In a way, the early 1800s, because, yeah. I mean, before that, hundreds and hundreds of years, no one was really talking about no that. No one questioned it. So, again, nothing really came of it in the 1900s. His little pamphlet didn't really take off then. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> so then we get to the 2000s, this, this generation, if you will. So this didn't ramp up again until 2009 when right. the first Flat Earth conference uh was held in north carolina oh okay yeah and that was advertised and that was a thing happening right and out of the whole of america 500 people turned up out of 318 million people only 500 people yep. turned up in 2009 they got a good following <laughs> yes but <laughs> it is only 2009 so then we fast forward to modern day and again it ramps up in tw between 2015 and 2017. Okay. And this is when it really starts picking up. The internet would have done that, wouldn't it? Internet, YouTube. Obviously, what's his, Robotham handing out his pamphlets is never going to do as good as what the internet trolls are going to do. <laughs> yeah, it, you know? reaching millions with a click yeah. of the button. And uh, the main person for this responsible is Mark Sargent. I've heard of this guy... He's like the leader, the guy, he, the forefront of Flat Earth. And he was on that Netflix documentary, wasn't he? Yes. The guy that kind of 
yeah presents it all and that yeah behind the curve you can't check it out anymore because it's mysteriously vanished from netflix uh, well, well it might have done now uh obviously yeah when uh i came home today mm-hmm. and uh, my girlfriend Haley said oh are you doing flat earth tonight and i said yeah she said oh it's gone off netflix so in this country, in this region at least, in the UK, it's no longer available. But as we know, Netflix has different regions. Oh, yeah. So maybe in the States you can still watch it or somewhere else. So let us know if you if you can still get hold of it in your region. Well, if uh, you can, it's worth watching. Definitely. It's so funny. <laughs> they debunk so many of their own theories. They do. And I have actually have a theory that that's why we can't watch it. So again, I don't know if other regions... But I think the whole thing is uh, – it's hilarious, but it's also very embarrassing at the fact that they do all these experiments and they just fail and <laughs> debunk their own theories. But they don't, they don't mention it. They just kind of go, oh, oh, well, that's a shame. Next experiment or next thing, and then they don't address yeah, it. Yeah, because they kind of do the same – similar experiment to sailing a boat down a, a river. They shine a laser, don't they, across mm-hmm. – uh, that downstream uh, or like a level canal or whatever and, and they're like right so this laser's like one meter above the water mm-hmm. if we put a screen three miles away uh, yeah. and, and the dot appears one meter above the water then that proves the earth is flat mm-hmm. and then they couldn't see it yeah and then they sent a guy down there and they're like lift it up a bit lift it up a bit <laughs> Oh, way above his oh, head. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and that was the reaction they had. Oh, yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they didn't really. Uh, they didn't prove that the Earth is flat at all. No, none um, of their experiments. No, but even on the documentary, there's, there's another bit that I find really interesting where they do the same thing that Samuel done with a boat, but they have a flag with stripes on it, and right. I, I think it either goes blue, red, blue, or it's red, blue, red, right. or something like that. But there's like th- three or four stripes on this flag. Yeah, yeah. And as it goes off into this, and they're doing this experiment live with Mark Sargent and his Flat Earther crew, yeah. and the experiment fails in real time, and he then still manages to twist it, and he says something along the lines of about the temperature and uh, it, it's, it's due to the reflection and the, the temperature. That's why it's happening. And the woman can't believe it, the one doing the experiment, because <laughs> she's like, we're here watching it with our own peepers. <laughs> it's actually disappeared now. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the stripes were disappearing as the boat was going. And he's still like, no, it's the temperature. Right. <laughs> But then what makes me laugh is when she turns around to say, like, oh, well, what do you think about that? We've just disproved it. He just turns around to the crowd of flat earthers and then tries to rally them up. Like, oh, we still believe in flat earth, don't we? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what about the science you just proved? You just <laughs> witnessed it being disproved. That means nothing, apparently. <laughs> no, so, no, no, no. Of course. So Mark Sargent is a very interesting guy. Now, I will give him credit he does, to me, in the interviews I've seen and the research I've done, he actually does seem like a nice person. Like, he doesn't seem Yeah, I, I'd say so. From, from I mean, I've only seen him in that one documentary. Um, <laughs> and, and, well, there was some clips that you showed him when he came to the UK. Yeah, you showed yeah me he was a, on this morning. On a morning television programme. And, he, yeah, he does seem like a not likeable guy. He's, he's not aggressive when mm-hmm. people say, well, we don't believe that the earth is flat. Yeah. He's kind of like, well, you believe what you believe and I'll believe what I believe. Yeah, 100%. Which is fair enough. Yeah, because if everyone was the same, you know, the globe would be boring. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's a, he's an interesting character. Like yeah. I kind of admire him for pursuing it so hard and trying to hold on to this theory. Yeah. You know? A part of me thinks that maybe he doesn't fully believe it, but he's he's stuck there now. He's he can't pull out of it. Now this might be a little bit harsh, but he's probably made quite a lot of money. Oh huh? yeah, from yeah. This, you know, like, I mean, Netflix has got to pay him a fair amount, and and he he probably collects some kind of communion from his flat Earth believers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, yeah, he's probably worth a few quid now. Now he can't suddenly pull out of it exactly when everybody's paying him this much money to be a flat Earther. And the way I kind of think of it as well is, if you've spent years building up this cult and you have a, a following, and the cult leader suddenly just goes. I don't believe in any of this. What the hell are the the followers oh, yeah, going to do? They're, they're There's going to be chaos. Yeah. I mean, like it's just w- what happens in that situation. So some of the points that Mark Sargent has to to prove flat Earth is on some of the interviews I've seen. Uh, the the one that got my attention was he says with the ice wall going round the Antarctic. Ice water, in Antarctica, right, yeah. surrounding the whole Earth, the whole. See, I've already uh, got a massive problem. But carry on. So he claims that you cannot get to the edge and fall off of the, this ice wall because the Arctic Treaty stops you. No, <laughs> no, no. Right, Mark. The Arctic <laughs> Treaty is not stopping anyone from going to the Antarctic. All it is is to say that no one country can claim it as their own. Not that there's anything worth claiming it for. You can't grow crops there. Mm-hmm. Livestock would all die, you know? But that is the reason for the Antarctic Treaty. It's not a cover-up or anything like that. It's literally an agreement to say no country can stick a flag in it mm-hmm. and claim this belongs to us. Isn't it the same reason... We're not allowed to get oil from Antarctic or something. Oh, something quite possibly, along, yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, quite possibly, yeah. So that's one of the mighty theories he has. Uh, another one is to do with aviation. They, I, I don't want to go too much into it because I'm, I don't fly a plane. I have no idea. But right, yeah. from what I read, one of the things is flat earthers say, well, why don't pilots and people doing the flight paths mention the curvature of the Earth? And it's as simple as it doesn't add anything to the equation that no. they've got to be able to fly planes safely and clearly. Yeah. They, it doesn't add anything. No. They don't need it. But because they don't mention it, they go, oh, that's because the Earth is flat. But it, no, because the distance between point A and point B is just measurable. You know, if you went mm-hmm. from London to New York, it's still 3,000 miles, whether you've got to go around a curve or whether it's flat, you know? Mm-hmm. So apart from a curvature in the earth using a little bit more fuel, that would be the only thing that it affects. But planes have extra fuel just in case they need to stay in the air for an extra couple of hours anyway. So Mm -hmm. it's not even an issue. Yeah. And speaking of aviation, there is a guy called Mad Mike Hughes. And he's a flat earther and wanted to prove this. So he decided to build his own rocket in the (laughs) desert. And he thought that if he shot the rocket up into the air and got 1,800 feet in no. the desert, he would be able to prove that it is flat all around him with just 1,800 feet. At 1,800 feet. feet, 
you wouldn't see the curvature of the Earth anyway. Mm-hmm. Even in like a Boeing seven four seven traveling at forty five to fifty thousand feet, you don't see the curvature of the Earth. Mm. Concord, you could see the curvature of the Earth in. Yeah, when that was in commission, because it flew so high. Uh, it was up around 70,000 feet. Now, anything above about 65 to 70,000 feet, you do start seeing that curvature of the Earth. So passengers on board Concorde back in the 1980s and whatnot, they mm-hmm. would have seen that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would be indisputable. But I guess the flat earthers would say, no, the windows are concave, so it makes <laughs> yeah. it look like it's got a curve. Yeah, and that's actually a running theme with flat earthers is – when science is provided, they seem to pick and choose the science. Like they, they all say, don't trust NASA, don't trust scientists, don't trust physicists. But then if, they, if a scientist does an experiment that slightly proves their theory, all of oh, a sudden, all oh, oh, yeah, yeah, this, this scientist here, this specific one, this guy knows what it's all about, and they completely discredit all science and all experiments. But, but they're, uh, in general... I think, if, if I'm right, you correct me if I'm wrong on this, but um, flat earthers are generally more susceptible to believing conspiracy theories anyway, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, 100%. They just tend to be like that, don't they? Yeah, they... They're all anti-government. The government's controlling us. Don't believe this, don't believe that, don't believe mm-hmm. the next thing, because it's just what the government wants you to think. Yeah, and when they interviewed, uh, I think they... I read an article where they interviewed... Um, a hundred flat earthers in yeah. the, in the society, and out of all one hundred of those members, all one hundred of them believed in other conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. wasn't one person that just said no. It's just flat earth. It was we're talking reptilians, we're talking oh, crazy yeah, yeah, chemtrails, yeah. we're talking everything that you've mentioned or heard over the controlling years, controlling the weather. Yeah, all yeah. of that stuff. They they all seem to gravitate and believe these conspiracy theories. So I think that's worth mentioning, that their minds are obviously in some sort of different realm yeah, to believe yeah. all this kind of thing. Um, there's no logic, is what I've learned with Flat Earthers. So we've, we've heard about Mad Mike. There's another person I wanted to mention, the rapper B.O.B. Okay, yeah. Have you heard I, of B.O.B.? I, I've heard of him. I, I couldn't name you one of his songs. Rap no. music is not my um, particular favorite kind of music but mm-hmm. I, I believe i've heard of the guy yeah so he <laughs> tried to create a gofundme right um because he is a very outspoken flat earther to the point where he changed his music about flat earth and i'm pretty sure he got dropped from his label uh, <laughs> i read i read did read that somewhere and his career basically took a nosedive right. because, funnily enough, the general population don't believe Flat Earth. So they're like, I don't want to listen to songs about this rubbish. Yeah. So he created a GoFundMe of what he, he wanted to achieve $1 million There's to make a- his own satellite. Well, that's not going to make you a satellite. That's very, very <laughs> short of your target, really. Yeah. Well, you might build some kind of small rudimentary satellite, but you ain't getting it into space for a, thousand, for a million. No, no. And he didn't trust the satellites that were already up in, in space that were worked on by scientists. They okay. Were, so he wanted to create his own satellite. So this GoFundMe, bearing in mind he wanted $1 million. He to create a satellite that he doesn't believe can break out of the dome to get into space anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> Didn't think about that, did he? Right. So he actually raised $6,800 out of the million. Wow. Mm. What yeah. a lot of support this guy got. 
Yeah. They obviously believed in him. <laughs> so, I mean, if we're already going on to the theme of celebrities that are a little bit out there pushing this theory, I also researched the top 10 celebrities that believe in uh, Flat Earth. And okay. I'm not going to lie, I didn't know half of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm half American, and I didn't recognize or know half the names, and majority of them are majority American. Of American. And I should yeah. just point out some, stati- some statistics. I always stumble on that word, statistics, right? right? Uh, 93% of the world's population believe that the Earth is round. As they should. 4% are undecided, they're on the fence. Uh, some millennials. <laughs> and 3% believe in flat earth. Now, I read another article that said out of all the flat earthers, 81% are American or from the United States. Okay, well, 3% of nearly 8 billion people is quite a lot of people. Mm-hmm. 81% of that 3%. Is, I mean... <laughs> Crikey. It's nuts, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's nuts. So So basically, most people outside of America just believe in the spherical Earth. Yeah. But interestingly enough, mate, that also the second biggest following, uh, country-wise, was Brazil. And they're next door to America, in a way. They're pretty close. They're neighbours. Yeah. so On the same continent. (laughs) Yeah, so um, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe they're seeing things that we're not. Um, Who knows? So out of these 10 celebrities, the biggest one was Shaq, the basketball player. And uh, one that surprised me, which I can't confirm if he still believes in it, but he did a few years ago because he was speaking about it on shows and podcasts, was Freddie Flintoff. No, not Freddie. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised as well. Oh, I like Freddie. I like him in Top mm. Gear. He's mad. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's got balls, hasn't he? Yeah, man. I mean, to come out with that, especially to an English crowd. Yeah, to an English crowd. I mean, it's fair play. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, he's kind of gone down a little bit in my explanation now. <laughs> yeah. So the other celebrities were obviously B.O.B., yeah. uh, another basketball player, which I haven't heard the name of, uh, Kyrie Irving. Right. He's very outspoken about it. And the other one that I kind of knew the name was Tila Tequila, actress, singer. Yeah, I think I've heard of her. Not too sure, but she's considered a celebrity. Yeah. D-list, E-list, whatever. (laughs) I've heard the name. I couldn't tell you what she's famous for, to be honest. Now, this is the interesting part. So the remaining celebrities on this list, one of them was an American football player. Right. And the other five or six were all NBA basketball players. Really? All of them? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. Not one of them are going to start playing for the Harlem Globetrotters. No, <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> Unless there's one that already is and he's probably feeling shame. Yeah. <laughs> Get him off the team. Get him off. He doesn't believe in the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> no. You know what I've just thought of that's quite ironic? What's that? Their whole career is passing a globe around. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally just thought of that. Oh, that's so funny. It's so ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I find that so interesting that um, it it does seem to be that side of the world, America, a little bit of Brazil, and you don't actually hear much about Flat Earth in Europe or, well, especially England where we live. I don't know a single person that has said to me, I think the Earth's flat. 
Apart from Freddy. It's because he's so nice. I don't want to believe that he's a flat earther. I I think because, I mean, Freddy's not exactly like the most smartest guy in the world, is he? And I think he probably opened his mouth without thinking about it. And Mm. it's been obviously recorded because he's on television a lot. And he's probably quite embarrassed about it himself now. I'm going to theorise that anyway because I like him and I don't want to... I don't want to slate the guy. Yeah, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's <laughs> probably seen the error of his ways, but hey. Yeah. Or I'd hope he has. So a couple of things I wanted to bring up to you, because we're going to go kind of fact-based here. We're going to try and debunk a few theories and get into the conversation of science. Okay, yeah. So Let's go for it, right. Now... The northern and southern hemispheres yes. are, a, are a thing. They are. Definitely right? They a exist. Thing. Right. Now, there is a portion of the flat earthers that when they're confronted with the question of, well, what about the northern and southern hemisphere? Hemisphere, yeah. <laughs> so many complicated words in this. My brain's turned to mush. So. That's watching too many Flat Earth videos, man. It really is, man. I feel so stupid. So, obviously, you you pour the water in Australia. It goes a a different way. Everyone knows Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, Flat Earthers, there's a huge majority of them that don't think Australia exists. You are joking. Nope. That's their solution to northern and southern hemispheres. So, like, the absolute, like, I mean, 2020... Australia, mm-hmm. the place was on fire. Yep, there was pictures of fires from space. Yeah, bushfire raging. The country looked red and covered. Smoke was covering even New Zealand and, mm-hmm. and, and all this sort of thing. They just don't believe it's real. Yeah, they don't. They think that uh, NASA has paid actors to live on land, essentially. Okay. No. Well, yeah. No, not not all flat stupid. earthers believe this, but there is a, a small population. You, of you've them. been to Australia. Yeah, I flew 27 hours. I can tell you, it's definitely a place that exists. Are and you I... sure you weren't just plugged into the Matrix or something? And, and... Well, <laughs> I'd like to think not. <laughs> I mean, I did go to sleep because in 27 hours, that's a long way. That's so a long time, yeah. Maybe it was like the Matrix. But I can tell you, there's no way any of my family are getting paid by NASA. No, yeah, probably not. Um, so that's the thing. Also, Australia. Right. The, I, I, I kind of want to dive into this hemisphere thing as well. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, if the Earth was just one flat disc with the North Pole in the middle, mm-hmm. the North Pole above it has what we know as Polaris, the North Star. Yeah? Yep. Which is not quite on, but very, very close to what in astronomy terms we call the North Celestial Pole. Mm-hmm. Now, my telescope has a, what's known as a German equatorial mount, which has a polar scope going through the centre of it, which you have to aim at the North Star or at the North Celestial Pole so that the telescope will work and will track things through the sky because it's set up with motors and stuff. So if you point it at the moon, it'll just look at the moon all the time, no matter where the, the moon is. Yeah, I'm with you. Because obviously stars and everything move across the sky at night, don't they? Mm-hmm. Now, in the southern hemisphere, they don't have, like, a South Star that they have to sort of calculate, they have to look at a couple of different constellations and draw a couple of lines and go, right, that's where the, the south celestial pole is. It still works. Mm-hmm. And Australians, South Africans, anyone in the southern hemisphere has to rely on that when they want to use their telescope. Yeah. Now, 
if Antarctica went all the way around the outside, where where would the Southern Celestial Pole be? It doesn't exist, maybe. <laughs> but it does exist. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, mate. Uh, we'll have to get in touch with the flat earther. Well, yeah. I don't want to because I'll become instantly stupid. And also, how do time zones work? And how do seasons work? Well, well if, the, if the sun doesn't actually set at night mm. and it's just going off into the distance, you'd still be able to see the sun at night way over there, wouldn't you? As, well, essentially. But they, they think that the sun and moon are a lot smaller than they are. Right. And they kind of rotate on top of the disc within the dome. So what are yeah. all the other planets in the solar system orbiting? Well, that's another thing you, you bring up, right? Why are all the other planets globes? And they've admitted that because we can, we can see them. They're giant circles. Why are they considered globes, but, but the Earth we're, is flat? We're not. Yeah, because, I mean, planets all form in the same way, you know, have an accretion disk when a star mm-hmm. is young. And here's another thing. Flat Earthers, they, they would say that we live on a planet, wouldn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Now, the definition of a planet is a celestial body that has gained enough mass to become a sphere. Mm -hmm. And additionally, since Pluto got declassified as a planet to a dwarf planet, uh, a planet also has to clear its local area in in space, in its orbit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But the main part of it is it has to gain enough mass to become a sphere. That is a planet. A planet is a sphere. Mm-hmm. So, if the Earth is flat, we don't live on planet Earth. We live on coin Earth. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know it's... I'm actually kind of gutted about Pluto because when I was younger, I was reading all the books. I actually subscribed to a magazine yeah. where every week you got like a little magazine about the solar system. Yeah, yeah. And Pluto was my favorite planet. It's always been my favorite planet. So when it got well. declassified, I was, I was like, oh, heartbroken. Poor old Pluto. Yeah, it's know, not yeah. doing anything to anyone. Just keep it as a planet. Yeah. But and the other thing is. Uh, I'm obviously not that educated on eclipses, but I, oh, okay. I kind of roughly know what happens with an eclipse. Right. But when the eclipse over the United States happened uh, a few years ago... Uh, the, the solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Flat Earthers tried to dispute that with flashlights and coins, and obviously it, it didn't work. Right. And but they don't believe in eclipses. They think something to do with the the shadows are the wrong size and the moon goes the other way round the earth. It was absolutely nonsense and I don't want to give it any more time because eclipses are a thing. Eclipses happen. We we see them. Yeah. You know, all right, you might have to be stood in the right place to see a solar eclipse, but lunar eclipses happen quite regularly, really. Mhm. Yeah. And the 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 biggest thing uh we're just getting through these because we're we're talking about them and then debunking them straight away. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. So the biggest thing is they don't believe in gravity. Now that to me, I know. Don't choke, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so they don't believe in gravity. Right. Now, if we lived on a flat Earth and the North Pole was in the middle of the continents, yeah everything would be getting drawn in kind of sideways. Like yeah. trees would grow sideways. And isn't it the, yeah, the further you go out, the more... like The more gravity would affect you because the centre of mass would be at the North Pole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everything would literally try and slide across 
the, the land or the or the sea or whatever. Like trees would grow sideways. Mm-hmm. Uh, rain would never come straight down. It would always yeah yeah go towards the North Pole. And you know, yeah, like you say, and, and may, well, actually, I don't want to credit the flat earthers. Don't you dare! I don't want to credit the flat earthers, but. That is probably how they explain that you can't get past Antarctica. Not necessarily that it, the, the mountains are too high, because we can climb any mountain. Mm-hmm. But if the Earth was flat and everything was being pulled towards the centre of it, when you reached Antarctica, the gravitational effect would be so strong that you'd, it, you wouldn't physically be able to get ah. past it. Oh, that's their theory, all right? Now, obviously, this is all bollocks. But their theory is the Antarctic Treaty stop you from the edge. So I'm not giving them any credit. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, take that credit back. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and the funny thing about when you talk to flat earthers about gravity is their example is they'll pick something up and drop it and go, oh, look, that's gravity. You can't prove gravity. And it's like, what what else is it? Do you know what I mean? If, gravity is the thing. It is like, the thing. What, who was it, Isaac Newton? Uh, Isaac Newton uh, first came up with, yeah, a theory of gravity. And we've stuck with it and since. And obviously Einstein developed that into the general theory of relativity, which mm. also you know, uh, explains how gravity works, that space and time are two uh, intertwined things, and, and space is curved because it curves in four dimensions mm-hmm. towards objects of great mass, like the planet Earth. <laughs> the globe. Uh- <laughs> and also, like this guy who wanted to send out his own satellite... B.O.B. Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> B.O.B. Now, like, a satellite wouldn't be able to orbit around a disk. Because when you think mm. about it, right, the way orbit works is, uh, take this, for example, this little circle, uh, my pop shield. If you were to launch off the pop shield and didn't have enough speed, you'd just come back down onto the pop shield there. Mm-hmm. So you have to get, I think it's something like 220 metres per second of speed so that as you f- start falling back towards the Earth, you're actually travelling sideways fast enough that you fall past it and keep going round and round. This only works if you're orbiting a sphere. Yeah, yeah. That if you were sense. orbiting a flat disc, there's nothing to keep you out, up there. Yeah. You would just go straight back down. Mm-hmm. And speaking of orbit, Pirate, did you know 553 people have gone to Earth's orbit? And do you know how many of them say that the Earth is flat? I'm going to guess zero. Correct. (laughs) 553 people. 553 people have actually witnessed the Earth from the outside, and Mm -hmm. none of them say it's flat. Yeah, and when you talk about the images from NASA... Oh, like from the space station? Yeah. Because you can, you can literally log into YouTube and watch cameras from the International Space Station as it's orbiting the Earth pretty much 24 hours a day. Yeah, live, yeah, as it's live. happening. Uh, yeah, that's all CGI, mate. Right, okay. So that was CGI back in 1969 when man went to the moon and we didn't actually have computers, was it? Oh, we didn't go to the moon either. Oh, that's, yeah, That's yeah, another yeah, 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 part yeah, yeah. of the theory. We didn't go to the moon. Well, we're, we're going to go into that on a completely different episode, but yeah, okay, fair Yeah, enough. we've got our own... <laughs> opinions on yeah. that uh, we're team moon but um, you know that's another topic for another day yeah that, that's another topic for another day so <laughs> so right. they call themselves truthers 
They're liars. Liars, <laughs> yeah. They're liars. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty much, I don't have anything else to say about this, mate. I feel like I don't want to give it any more time of the day. Right. I've done a lot of research, and I thought, this could potentially be a two-parter. But then, as I got more into it, I was just debunking things straight away. And I just want to say, I saw a video the other day, and it riled me up, mate. So, this, this guy found footage of, do you remember when SpaceX dropped that, uh, went to the space and that thing from the rocket fell down. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Someone found footage of people pushing it out of an aeroplane and they said, oh, it's a hoax. It's logic. Do they not think that these things get tested before they just straight away <laughs> shoot things off into the air? So if you're one of these people that looks at a video like that and it's like, oh, that's all the proof I need, go f*** yourself. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, flat earthers are just stupid. Like, it just it does my head in, mate. Like, I'm done with the, the whole theory, to be honest. After two days of research and stuff, nothing has convinced me in any way that it's possible we live on a flat earth. Yeah, fair enough, mate. I'm with you on that. I've always been Team Globe. Um, flat Earthers, they have members all around the globe, mm-hmm. but most of them are in America. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah and I can say? say that because I'm half American, and even I think on this subject, if you're an American and you're a Flat Earther, you're stupid. Like, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like, get a life. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I guess we've got to put this to the paranormality. Not that it's... Like technically paranormal, but the mm-hmm. believability scale. Oh wow! Now okay. our paranormality scale, we always said no one will get a ten anyway, so it ranges from zero to nine point nine. I think we're going to have to break the mold on this one, mate, because I don't want to give it a positive figure. No, I'd, I'd rather <laughs> in this case give it like a negative one to, in fact, negative nine point nine. Yeah. Because a zero is too good for a flat earth theory. Uh, I'm going to make another exception, and I'm going to give it minus 10. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Really breaking the mould on this one. That's how much I believe in it. I've got to give you a fist bump for that one, mate. Minus 10, man. Minus 10. I'm going to go in with you. They average in minus 10. Mm -hmm. And if there's any scientists, pilots, or physicists mariners sea, sea captain yeah anyone like that anyone who's got anything to do with logistics and planning movements around the globe yeah reach out to us we'll sort out an interview we want your opinion on it if you're a flat earther and you're tempted to comment on this page don't bother because your opinion means nothing <laughs> off <laughs> fair as. enough fair so, enough yeah. minus 10 for me mate minus 10 that's I think that's, even that's too good for him. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that's all I got to I say, mate. I think we got, we just got to end it there, mate. Because uh, yeah, you're getting even more wound up than I've ever seen you, mate. There's there's stuff here that I haven't mentioned, and just because you don't want to give it the time, I, of I day. don't want to give it the time of day. But one one last thing, sorry, before we go, go on then. One last thing, because I know we're running over, right? They say don't trust scientists. That's what they want to do for a career. They want to find the truth. A firefighter doesn't go through all that training and then get to the bit where he gets to put out fire and he turns around and goes, I want to be a child's entertainer and paint my face like a clown. No, he he wants to be a firefighter. So scientists want to find the truth and they believe in science. Stop telling people to not believe scientists and they're paid by the government. It's stupid. Anyway, let's go. it's, 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 It's very... 
well understood that scientists should never have a preconceived notion of the result that they're like expecting. They、mm-hmm. should just go with what they find. Yeah, neutral. And, and science scientists that do have a preconceived idea are generally just like, nah, they're no good.、Mm-hmm. Don't don't even listen to them. Yeah. So with that, let's go because let's go. flat earthers. Just idiots, stupid,、yeah. done with it. Don't e- don't even research it. It's not worth your time. I feel stupid for wasting two days researching this. My brain cells have turned to mush. Let's. Just, I'm done. I'm done. Let's go. Done. I'm、right. done. Ta-ta. See you later. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.